Hi, I'm Jill from Michigan. I'm Jenny from Wisconsin. Welcome back to our podcast, Creepy Sue. Where we discuss all things creepy. Paranormal. True crime. Spiritual. With a side of bullshit. Hello. So, Miss Jellybean, how has your week been? Um, it's been pretty good, pretty busy. Um, yeah. Worked, and not one day this week did, because they'll ask if we want to go home. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I don't have the strength to say no. <laughs> but this week, I did. Nice. I did nice. Whole week, like a grown-up. For you. <laughs> so how was your birthday uh not bad not bad um I got a really nice lapis lazuli bracelet um which I naturally had to put on immediately and <laughs> um this nice little pyramid um display almost um it's got a stone in it I'm not entirely sure what it is it's purple but I don't want to go presuming without looking it up um and then it has the tree of life in the bottom um very neat and it's gorgeous she sent me a picture it's beautiful yeah it's small but it's still cute so now see it looks really big yeah yeah that's what she said <laughs> ass I was taking a drink <laughs> that was perfect <sighs> yeah be ready for more of those oh yeah um, we, are, we are actually recording late at night versus early in the morning which yeah this is the first time we've ever recorded late at night true it is I feel like we're a little snarkier at night. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like we it. Both, we both had a week full of bullshit. So we did, you know, just everyday living stuff, but you know. So I have more bullshit for you. Uh, I got to work yesterday uh, for my Monday coming back from vacation to a note on my desk. It had literally been put there just before I got there, um, stating that as of the 19th, my hours will be changing, um, and I will now be going in an hour later and working an hour later. No, I don't get overtime. There is no such thing within my casino. Um, To help cover for the hours that were needed. Um, this decision was not made with the advice of the two night supervisors who work above me. This was decided via the two daytime supervisors and the director. And there isn't any one of the three of us that are happy about it because we can't figure out why it's needed. 
Like we're not open 24 hours. At most, there's 40 people, maybe 50 in the entire casino when I leave. That's it. That stinks. And it, it does. There's never that much action going on that it, it's greatly needed. Um, it's pretty rare that the supervisor will have to go down and assist with the jackpots. Um, so yeah, but on the swing side of that, um, in July, we will be getting a cost of living pay increase to our checks. Yeah, guess how much mine is? Uh, I'm gonna go with probably not a lot. You're probably right. <laughs> It's a whopping 68 cents that will be added to my pay. Per hour? Yes. Okay. Okay, per um, hour, I guess, but I thought you were gonna say 68 cents total. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's per hour. Um, so that does bump me up into my next dollar amount, which is nice. I, I appreciate that. Uh, so now come July for every two hours I work, I'll be making an extra dollar. So that works for me, 20 hours and uh, I, I get an extra 20 bucks. So yeah, that, that's whatever. Um, other news in the office, um, they finally decided that they're going to paint our office um, and it was a whole discussion on whether or not we wanted to keep a specific cabinet and I was like I, I really don't care about said cabinet I was like but I do have one demand which is that when our office gets painted the biohazard chair that my coworker sits in be removed from said office this chair literally is a biohazard. Um, the entire week that I was gone, the one supervisor sprayed it um, with a foaming Lysol sanitizer every day. The one day the other supervisor was in the office and after she sprayed it, he's like, oh my God, What'd you do? He's like, I smell that over here. The Lysol or the biohazardness? The biohazardness. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and it, I brought this chair issue to my daytime supervisor one day when I finally figured out what the hell the stink was. And I had been sitting in it and didn't realize it. Oh. oh. Yes. Um, and so I went to the supervisors. I was like, hey, I refuse to sit in that chair anymore. I need a different chair. So they were kind enough to find me another chair. It's not a great chair, but it's a chair. I don't care. 
and it it doesn't come with diseases and <laughs> as far as i know it doesn't um like and the the man who sits in this chair um he is older he does have some medical issues okay and so i mean i understand why it happened but i don't understand why it happened <laughs> Like I get it. He's he's got an issue. Like he he has sought treatment and all of that kind of stuff. He's been out numerous times for it. Um, but the biohazardness I think comes in because when he is there, he is the only one in the office. Versus when I am there, I typically have one or two supervisors in the office with me. So if I need to go to the restroom, I can just be like, here, be right back and hand off my paperwork to whoever. He does not have that option. And so like, I don't get it. I would just be like, you be right back, you know, or call down to the floor people and be like, hey, going 10, seven for five, you know, something. You know, instead of just in the chair that you share with someone else that he knows is exceptionally picky about the cleanliness of our desk. I have a note on my desk um, that says, please sanitize after using. <laughs> because some people will come up there, like when he's not there, um, sometimes the floor people come up and they use the desk for dispatching and they eat oh. and, leave, and leave particles all over my desk or smears or whatever. Yeah, and I wouldn't it, that fun. It, it's nasty. It's nasty, especially during COVID, you know. Um, like, no, don't, don't come up on somebody else's desk and be leaving all kinds of nastiness. Clean up after yourself. Yeah. And like my two supervisors that are, that are in the office with me, they know, they know, like, don't, don't mess with Jenny's desk, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, that, that was the only stipulation that I had was that the biohazard chair disappears. Yeah, I, I would have to say that that that's a good request. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't a request. It was a demand. Yeah. Demand. It was straight up a demand because I left the biohazard chair next to the door at the office instead of returning it to its desk because at this point I don't want to touch the dang thing. Right. I don't blame you. Um, but yep, I've had a, a pretty normal run-of-the-mill week. Um, trying to think if anything good or exciting happened. Um, just getting my nails done. Which her nails are always freaking fantastic. Shout out to her nail girl. I'm so I, mad I couldn't meet with you this weekend, but shout out to you. <laughs> I, I could not ask for a better nail tag. And yeah. I don't even like calling her a nail tech. I like, she's an I call her my nail artist usually yes. because yes, definitely. Um, I always have art 
on my nails. Um, and there's no stickers, stencils, stamps. It's all done by hand with little brushes. And I've, I think we've talked about this before. She's, she's just phenomenal. And mm-hmm. my last three, my last three or four um, manicures have all been glow in the dark. Look, yep. I, I am 48 chronologically, but mentally I am not. I'm way younger. I like glow in the dark. I like neon. Yeah. I- no, it, it's not that you're um, mentally younger. It's that you're mentally still stuck in like the 70s and 80s. Uh, well, I was born in the 70s, so I don't really remember a whole lot of the 70s. But um, the 80s, say by the yes. come on. Didn't really watch they, they, but they wore the neon colors. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it was all over TV at that time, so. Oh, and I, I was big into, like, the neon colors and, you know, the big, the old sweaters and all that shit had it all um i can see and, it <laughs> and i i and i would have to say my favorite is like the the yellow like the highlighter yellow um that that that's my favorite um and i actually have a couple shirts the tank top i wore yesterday is that color it's just it's just my favorite neon color I don't know why I like them all um but that that one just I will gravitate towards that one before anything else and that's Hmm. the thing I I like about the polish that she's using is their neon colors and they go in the dark she got you with both she did hook line and sinker yeah. Meanwhile, I put chakra symbols on my nails. And let me tell you, it can really perplex <laughs> a couple of my nail techs. Minor nail techs. They are not nail artists. <laughs> um, the one, I would say she's very close to a nail artist. Um, however, the others, no, because I will show them something very simple just you know um and they'll be like oh no that's a sticker no i'm pretty sure that's not a sticker like if i had itty bitty brushes like y'all have i could do it myself <laughs> but i don't think they want me playing with their toys probably not um <laughs> yeah i i have taken some crazy inspiration pictures that I was like, you know, the worst she's going to tell me she can't do it. And she not only does it, but blows my expectations out of the water. I, I will post, um, a couple years ago, she did some Halloween ones and they were, I remember those Halloween nails. They were phenomenal. Like each nail, like one nail had a creepy tree. Another one had some headstones and she even like did the RIP in it and everything mm-hmm. like they were in the dark <laughs> and they had sparkles 
<laughs> like she has some light glitter. Like they were amazing and they last. I, I work in a shop, I build trucks and of course there's going to be some breakage every now and then, but it's not because of anything she didn't do or whatever. Um, because it's my polish is always intact. Mm -hmm. It's because I have a job that's hard on nails. Therefore, they just sometimes break. <laughs> and probably because I don't drink enough water either. But we're not. Hey, I understood the assignment. I brought my own and I drank half of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's probably the most exciting thing for me this week was getting my nails done on yesterday. Nice. Uh, mine are due for a fill. Very much so. I don't know what color I'm going for next, but I will very likely have the ohm symbol on my middle finger again. Um, who knows? Maybe I will do <laughs> the throat chakra and third eye again so that I can, you know, flip the birds. That's <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that's one of my favorites. I, I did that with something else too. I can't remember what it was though. But that was another fun one. Um, so yeah, I, I guess we'll see uh, what, what comes up next for that. Now, do you have anything exciting this weekend besides working? No. <laughs> nope, I have a very uh, boring weekend planned. Um, although I did get told um, that when it is more feasible, I will be taken to a sushi restaurant for sushi rolls. Ooh. Yes. <coughs> uh, that is one of my favorite foods is sushi rolls. Um, we have a little restaurant in our neighboring town that does only that. Yeah, there's... I wish I had known because there's one on Tibidawasi. I think it's called. <gasps> you got one on Teddy Road? Yeah, I think it's called Hello Sushi. Oh. Well, now you know. <laughs> and um, Judy, my daughter, loves sushi. <laughs> yes. Excuse you. She, and speaking of my daughter. <laughs> Her and I on Sunday are going to get mother-daughter tattoos. And I'm so excited. Oh, you got your appointment set. Nice. Yes. Interesting. Um, Can't wait to see what it is. You, you've it, only told me mother-daughter tattoos. That is it. Um, okay, I'll tell you what we're getting. Um, her and I both love the movie Practical Magic. I wait, maybe you did tell me. Contain your shop. Um, and there's the line in there, like always throw salt over the left shoulder, um, plant rosemary by your garden gate, lavender for luck, fall in love whenever you can. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're getting a little salt shaker, a little thing of rosemary, a little sprig of lavender with a heart. Mm, very cute. I like it. Yes, we both um, 
we both love that movie and it was one that she did watch a lot with my mom so it's kind of like special for us but it's also special because it was something she did with my mom big shock it's also one of my favorite movies and if i could i would totally move into that house right i don't know where it is but i want that house um it's actually one of my mom's favorite movies too um which surprised me when i found out that she liked it because i was like excuse you (laughs) because i bought it first and then she bought it later so i mean let's face it it's an amazing movie it is it is speaking of movies and if you don't like it ma'am speaking of movies Hocus Pocus. Oh, shut up. <laughs> God damn it. Rachel, get on her. <laughs> Sit on her if you have to. I She loaned it to me last year. Yeah, and see, it, you've had the damn thing a year and you still haven't watched it. Rachel, go to her house, sit on her and put it in. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for gas prices, she probably would. <laughs> it's probably like i want my fucking movie back watch it um I, I i will try to do it this weekend if not next weekend but i promise within the next week i will watch it you better i will all right i'm quizzing uh, you okay. i don't even and need I'm... to refresh on it to quiz you on it <laughs> <laughs> and then one more thing i want to talk about um couple weeks ago i brought up that one author that i had read two of her books really oh good. Yes. and then there was that third one that i hadn't read okay mm-hmm. so i read it <laughs> well audio booked it i listened to it you did your um, homework i did it was worth it um awesome. completely different um compared to her other two her other two were kind of like mysteries with a crazy ass twist at the end <laughs> okay um, and this one was basically um this woman has been with this guy forever um they're supposed to go out to eat she ends up getting fired from her job she goes home she's in a pissy mood and they get into an, right they get into an argument and he was like well, I was going to propose and he was like, but you just saved me from making a big mistake. So she ends up going in, finding a box from her college days, finding a picture. And she was like, you did this, like talking to the picture. Like if, if you were more responsible, then I wouldn't be where I am now. And she finds a bottle of vodka <laughs> um, okay. and I, drinks it. This is going to go well. When she wakes up, she is 17 years in the past in the town where she went to college and she runs into herself and that it it's, it's very good. It was like different than any, like kind of like Freaky Friday with a little bit of a twist because Freaky Friday, you're just you know, the mother-daughter switched. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, this is, you're going back in time and you're hanging out with your younger self. 
getting her not to be an asshole, begging her not to get the tramp stamp you are now stuck with because 18-year-old her went and got this stupid tattoo. You hate it. And at Thanksgiving, she ends up going home. So she spends Thanksgiving with her actual family. Are you froze? No, I'm not froze. Oh, okay. Um, it, <laughs> so the, the book was called The Girl I Was by Geneva Rose. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> um, very good. Highly recommend it. Okay. Awesome. And that does sound like a very good book. I would totally read something like that. Or listen yeah. to it. Um, although, I'll be honest, my recommendation for this week is a little on the creepy side. And you actually um, listen to this person as well, or watch this person, I should say. Um, my recommendation for this week, Miss Selena Spooky Boo. Oh, I love her. <laughs> uh, some of you may already know her via her sleepwalking videos that are all over YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. But what you may not know is that over on YouTube, she also reads some of her books. She has written several books um, that have a haunted shall we say, uh, twist to them, or in some cases, a witchy twist. Um, and she does a podcast as well um, called The Haunted Mansion. It um, can be found where all great podcasts are found, same place we're on. Um, and she also does video podcasts on YouTube, and she does this with her brother, Adam. No, Adam's her husband. Oh, yep, you're right. Sorry, my bad. Joel is her brother. Joel, Joel is the brother. Adam is the husband. Um, and if you do watch, um, you might want to listen to the story of how slash why her husband is the way that he is. It's a very heartbreaking story, um, but it explains a lot. Yes. But he does seem to be getting better. So he does. He um, they were able to go to like Ohio or Oklahoma or something along that lines. I believe it's an O state. <laughs> and he did get some treatment um, that does seem to be working. He he does seem to be getting better. So that's fantastic and phenomenal. And I am so happy for them. Yes. Uh, okay. Speaking yes, of road trips, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, um, the author is Geneva Rose, and she okay. is originally from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Go Wisconsinites. So as I was saying, speaking of road trips, since Miss Selena went on a road trip with her husband to get him help, 
I recently went on a road trip over to Michigan for a haunting investigation. My story today is the haunted road trip of Wisconsin. Uh, This is the top nine most haunted places in Wisconsin. Um, And if you go over to our Facebook group of Creepy Soup, I will have that map on there along with pictures of the locations. So to start out our road trip, we are going to go to a little town called Ladysmith. Now, the ironic thing about this town is there are people within Wisconsin who do not know about this town. (laughs) Okay. Um, But my son, my oldest son, actually was married here. And is about two and a half hours away. Um, This particular place is the West Cove Lanes. And for an unknown reason, ghosts love to haunt this bowling alley. Um, People will hear boot steps where no one is there. They will also hear laughing when no one is there. So lots of disembodied uh, voices and sounds. Um, So yeah, two and a half hours away. Let's go bowling. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) I'm just hoping no heads pop out the ball return. Yeah, that would not be good. So the second place, which technically would be my starting point um, based on my location, is what is called Boy Scout Lane in a college town of Stevens Point. Um, And this is, according to legend, a bunch of Boy Scouts once traveled down this lane. They were carrying lanterns, but one of them dropped, setting the forest afire. All of the children died. And supposedly, you can see little lanterns flickering on the sides of the road as you are driving or looking. Um, And this is one that you can literally drive next to. Um, and on a side note, this one is 45 minutes from me, 45, well, about an hour. Um, cause once I get into the town, I gotta get over to the lane, but it's about an hour. Um, but I've actually been to this location and had no activity to report. On the other hand, I do know people who have gone and seen said lights that they're referring to. So it seems that maybe at certain times of year, it is more active than others. And you just kind of got to be at the right place at the right time. Okay. Now, is it the same time every year or just? Um, I I don't know that there's ever actually been a correlation between it. Because I don't think that there's any one that, or like, no site that actually like keeps track of the people who do get to see them and who don't as far as to be able to correlate the time of year if that makes sense (laughs) okay and 
And so then my third place, we're going to go to Sherwood Forest. Okay, not really, but it is in Sherwood. This is the High Cliff State Park. And because the state park is located among effigy mounds, it is a hotbed of paranormal activity and is believed to be one of the most haunted places in Wisconsin. And many people have reported seeing spirits or hearing noises at night. Would you camp here? Well, <laughs> this location is just under two hours away from me. Um, so that would be the second location I would probably visit. And yes, I would totally camp there. Anywhere I want to go? <laughs> I can cheat and camp in my car. And then we have our fourth location, which is the Maribel Caves in Maribel. And this one appears to be the creepiest of the Wisconsin haunted places. It is actually... Well, I'm sorry, it was actually a hotel in the past, um, but is currently named Hotel Hell. Uh, it burned to the ground, apparently killing everyone inside. And supposedly skeletal remains are found on the top story still. But one thing that is important to remember is that Hotel Hell is on private property. So, however, you can view it from afar at the Mirabelle Caves Park. Just bring some binoculars. So, this one is just over two hours away, so I would put this as my third destination. Um, and although it would be interesting to go and actually be on the property to investigate, like do a full investigation, we do not trespass. So if you are on this little jaunt through Wisconsin, please remember, abide by the laws, no trespassing, please, and especially do not vandalize any location that you go to. Definitely not. Which brings us to the fifth location. This one is the Karsten Hotel in Kowani. And I'm sorry, I may be saying some of the names of the towns within my state wrong, but you, ha you have to realize that we, a lot of the towns within my state were named from the old uh, Native Americans who lived here, who were then pushed out by the whites, um, but several came back who are now called the Ho-Chunk tribe. And like my town that I live in, Nakusa, um, was actually originally named, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, it's very similar, but it's in regards to the raging river in our town. Oh. <clears throat> um, so the Karsten Hotel um, is a place that is said to be so haunted that even the owners embrace the haunting. 
Um, apparently a strange man will run up and down the halls. I'm hoping he's closed. Uh, he has been seen playing with live children. And if you're interested in encountering a ghost, come on over to Wisconsin. So this one being the most haunted at nearly three hours away, like that's a road trip within a road trip. <laughs> yeah. So not sure if I would do that one or not. But if I were visiting this bed and breakfast, then I might consider it. We'll compare bed and breakfast versus hotel. So the sixth number, or sorry, the sixth uh, place on the list is the Brumder Manson Mansion Bed and Breakfast in Milwaukee. Now, this bed and breakfast is a home to one of the scariest Wisconsin ghost stories. Um, once blood was found in the bathtub when no one had used it. This place will cause you to have creepy dreams and see spirits. Uh, and this one again is about three hours away. Doesn't sound so bad. Could be a nice quaint B&B. I won't have to sleep in my car. <laughs> now, is there a specific room at this bed and breakfast that is um, like most I, active? Or? I did not find anything about a specific room. Just okay. like the whole place. <laughs> gotcha. Which I find interesting. And the pictures of this hotel are beautiful. It is a gorgeous location. Which brings us to another Milwaukee location. This one, however, has a professional team that stays. And if you follow sports, you will know about the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes, I've heard of them. Okay, so this hotel has scared the pants off of some of the players to the point where they will not stay in this hotel. Oh, this, is, this is where they stay. Like this is their home base. And there are some who refuse. So the spirits will appear in the rooms. Um, they will interfere with TV, radio, and other electronics. Um, and yeah, it's also reported that some of the players will stay elsewhere when playing the team. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, so has this house hotel scares professional grown ass men three hours away from me? Like it just kind of makes me want to go <laughs> and see what I can find. I don't know why, but it intrigues me because it scares the shit out of grown-ass professional men. Right. <laughs> like, that's a whole other level. So, and then we come to a fork in the road, as all good road trips do. This particular fork in the road is in Makwango. And it is a restaurant that was once a tavern. 
and it has been haunted for decades. People have reported hearing strange voices and no one is there. They will hear pool balls crashing against one another when no one is playing. And I kind of want to take a ride on in to this fork in the road. <laughs> you may do that. <laughs> and the last on our list is Kemper Hall in Kenosha. And as the last stop on our road trip, it is one of the most haunted places in Wisconsin. Um, and this hall was once a private seminary for girls, and it was headed by a nun. Reportedly, one day, the girls were upset with the headmistress and had pushed her down the stairs. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It's a great seminary school. Teach you how to murder. Um, so as she had passed away, apparently, there is now a headless none who haunts the building and at three and a half hours away which is the furthest on the list i'm not sure i want to go see a headless nun because she would probably try to send me to a class i don't have yeah uh some of those sound very interesting yeah very interesting. Um, it, it was fun doing the research for this one. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah, there's like around here, there's. Oh, don't even start on freaking second all. Yeah, one every other freaking house. Uh, right. Well, and as you know, there's definitely something here. We. Oh, yes. There's definitely something about Saginaw. Um, there's a lot of places around here. Um, there's one I have actually. It's been it's been quite a while, but I actually had recommended um, someone that we know um, investigate. <clears throat> it is now in the AT and T building. Um, hmm. and then before that it was Ameritech and yeah, it me, we never got to stop at that one place yeah I know I know <laughs> um, we had anyway. so many things that we wanted to do and so many that we didn't get done yeah you know sleep <laughs> um, but I had worked there like Roy and I both worked at this place oh okay um, shortly after we got married and somehow I got stuck with the seventh floor we were on the cleaning crew and you know you get off the elevator there was like two people in the office right across there then you had to walk all the way around the back hall there was two guys in there and that was it that was all that was on the floor by the time like the cleaning crew arrived um, and they were all usually gone by five mm -hmm. um, because that area was like a call center. Uh, we couldn't vacuum uh, while they were there. Um, 
so we'd have to go up there at night. And I can remember like going up there the one day and like knocking on the men's room door before I went in there to clean. Mm-hmm. And I heard as all good cleaning women do, we knock on the dang door. We don't yes. need to see that shit. If if there is a okay, I'm just gonna point it out here. When you are in the men's room and you are doing your business, and if you hear a woman calling out that she's there to clean, answer her, please. We don't want to see that shit. Well, okay, so that this leads me to <laughs> what happened. So I knocked and it had like a door and then like a little vestibule type thing and then another door. So I opened up the first one, knocked on the second one. I heard a toilet flush. Okay. <laughs> so obviously it's occupied. So I wait, I hear the sink going. I hear someone, you know, washing their hands. And you're just no patiently come. waiting on the outside for the person to come walking through the door so you can go in and clean. No one comes out. No one comes out. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So I finally knock again and open the door. No one was in there. I've had that happen to me at the casino. I was on the and, cleaning crew at the casino and I had that happen once. And there was no other way out of that bathroom. Yep. That was like the only door. No windows um, in our bathrooms either. Nope. Because um, our bathrooms are actually the storm shelters. Yeah. Um, yep. Other times I would be up on the seventh floor and I would be vacuuming and my vacuum would stop and I would turn around and it would be unplugged on the floor. With not because you know I stretched the cord that far where it came out. Because we do that. <laughs> you know, and the plug would be like right next to me. So I finally said, I'm not doing this floor by myself. Someone can come up with me. They can just stand there with me. I don't give a <laughs> shit. They don't have to help me do my work. They just have to be up there with me. That's funny. Yeah. Mickey, Mickey is uh, moving around. Ah. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's friends with a spider. Dude, so the other day, I get home, go upstairs, and I'm chatting and everything. I've got the living room. I see this black spot on the ceiling. I'm like, oh, what is that? And then it moves. Mm-mm. It was bigger than the one in, that dominated the bedroom. And it had a white freaking smiley face on its butt. Yep, I'd have to, pa- I'd have to pass. Sorry. And I totally got a picture, so I'm going to creep all you out in the group. <laughs> so, yep, that's, uh, that's just one story of working there. there I mean, several others. Um, in other areas, that would be an awesome place to investigate. I have an, I have a great story for you that just happened to me yesterday. So I work in an office. I share it with my supervisors. And my office is in the back corner, or my desk is in the back corner, sorry. Um, and so I'm sitting over at my desk doing my coloring because I'm working on a picture for a certain co-host and 
So I'm just sitting there coloring away and listening to my nice calming music and I see a shadow walk up to me. So I stop coloring and I look over and there's nobody there. I look up and Ricky is sitting at his desk, not moving. I'm like, uh, did you see or feel anything in the last couple of minutes? He's like, no. Why? I was like, cause a shadow just come walking up to me at my desk. <laughs> He's like, no, didn't didn't see nothing, didn't feel nothing. But it was standing there plain as day. I watched its feet come up. Mm, yeah, interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was just yesterday. <laughs> and I've actually told him that one of these nights, I am totally going to bring my balls and we're going to play. <laughs> gotcha. Yes, me and my balls. They're a lot of fun. They light up when you touch them. Yeah, they're interesting. That much I will say. Uh, they're fun to play with, whether you're alive or not. <laughs> so, uh, for next week, uh, and we were a little late today. Um, That's my fault. We are trying to adjust um, for little man's summer vacation yeah um, because obviously and... that's got to be number one priority is you know being mom and whatnot and um, sleep and 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 yes jenny does work late so she sleeps in a little late we originally had plans to record this morning but she slept in and you have every right to today was your birthday so yeah, see, here's the other thing, too, though. My son will not come wake me up. <laughs> Which, on one hand, man, thank you. On the other hand, dang it, wake my ass up, because I don't want to sleep that late. <laughs> I want to be able to spend time with him before I have to go to work. So, yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Um, some days I really want my sleep. Some days it's wake me up. And like, you never know what you're getting until you poke the bear. So yeah, it is what it is. But um, so yeah, we we're we're attempting to adjust, and hopefully we will find a nice smooth baseline here very soon to be prepared for the summer, as prepared as either of us can be. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i mean this seems to be okay like the night thing i um so i, I am liking the night thing because i mean like honestly i'm more awake more awake now see i and i'm at the point where i'm starting to like wind down like as soon as we hit stop on this 
I'm going to bed. <laughs> See, and that's usually how it is for me in the morning because like I would wake up and, you know, do my morning thing with him and then I would be going back to sleep. So, okay, so take your pick. Who do you want, sleepy, me or her? <laughs> right. Um, I, I'm going to be sleepy anyway, so it really doesn't matter if we do morning or night. <clears throat> Just night, I've already had a cup of coffee and a thermos of coffee in me. She got and there in the center. I'm like, um, a good three. This is what, a 32 ounce cup? I think so. 32 or 36. That's a big ass cup. I'm just going to yeah, go with that. I, I'm like three quarters away through with my Dr. Pepper. Um, so let's. Let me get to bed. So we're going to end this now. And next week, I am going to be reporting on a case that got me started into true crime. Ooh, that sounds fun. Well, for us, I can't can't wait. I mean, I I can't wait to hear the story. I want to know what sparked that interest what you know created that great interest and this is definitely the case that did it there was a couple other ones but this is the one like I did deep dives and all that shit so uh deep dive and all (laughs) yeah so tune in for the next episode when we discuss it it is the murder of Marilyn Shepard. Okay. So it's a good one. So you guys have a great week and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Until next time, creep you later. Bye.